Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. at some point is going to irritate your flesh, which highlights both of our sin. Do you understand what I'm saying? It'll highlight for both of us these areas that are displeasing to God. And if we're actually walking with the Lord, if if we've been made alive by the Holy Spirit, in other words, if he says, that one's mine, the Holy Spirit who lives within you is going to point at that and say, you need to deal with that. God wants you to be part of a community. Today, Pastor Robert shares that a big reason for this is that relationships make you grow. When you're around other people, you're forced to see the crooked parts of your heart and your impact on other people. God uses these moments to change you so that you're more like Jesus. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew, chapter 22, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Luke chapter 14, verses 16 to 24. Then he said to him, this is Jesus now. Then Jesus said to him, A certain man gave a great supper and invited many and sent his servant at supper time to say to those who were invited, come, for all things are now ready. But they all with one accord began to make excuses. The first said to him, I've bought a piece of ground. I must go and see it. I ask you to have me excused. And another said, I've bought five yoke of oxen and I'm going to test them. I ask you to have me excused. Still another said, I've married a wife, therefore I I cannot come. So that servant came and reported these things to his master. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city, bring in here the poor and the maimed and the lame and the blind. And the servant said, master, it is done as you commanded and still there's room. Then the master said to the servant, go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. For I say to you that none of those men who were invited shall taste my supper. There's so much in there that's fascinating to me. One of the things that really got my attention, it just, it startled me to be honest. Obviously, this is not the first time I've read this, but it hit me in a fresh way. He wanted his house to be filled. Do you understand God is not trying to keep you out of heaven? He's not trying to keep anybody out of heaven. You could argue, I don't want to get too, I don't want to take this too far, okay? But you could argue that God doesn't send anybody to hell. 
You have to choose it for yourself. How many people were invited? He's invited everybody. He's thrown it up. He sends the servants out to invite everyone. He's like, compel everybody that you encounter to come in. I want my house filled. It's interesting. But the invited guests, what's up with these excuses? If we're honest, we've made some of these excuses. I bought a piece of land and I need to go check it out. Which you didn't check it out before you bought it? I'm going to pray for you. And the same thing with the oxen, right? You bought five yoke of oxen, which would have indicated, well, five teams, so 10 oxen. You must have a fair amount of farmland to deal with. And, but you didn't go test them before you paid for them. Mm-hmm. And, and then investment, business, and now family. I, I, I married a wife. What, she won't let you go? Do you understand? It's ridiculous, these excuses, but put it into context. I had to work. I can't, I can't lose my job. Or Family. See that? Oh, boy, that one. Jesus said, invalid. All their excuses were invalid. He even went so far as to say that it made the master angry. Wow. Wow. Jesus emphatically rejected their misplaced priorities. Now, what are we talking about here? Are we talking about church? Yeah, Kind of, sort of. Because you can't possibly follow Jesus without gathering together. Can't be done. I'm sorry. People say, oh, I can be a Christian. I don't have to go to church. No, sorry. You're wrong. And trust me, I like being alone. So if it were true, I would figure out a way. (laughs) Do you understand? But it's not true. We need each other. You cannot possibly grow in to the Christian, to the person, to the human being that he intends for you to become. You can't can't do that in isolation. We, We need each other. You know why we need each other? Because like the Bible says, iron sharpens iron. And in the same way, one man, one person sharpens another person. We have to bounce off of each other a little bit. We need the grinding that the differences the, the, the provocation many times that, that comes up because my flesh at some point is going to irritate your flesh, which highlights both of our sin. Do you understand what I'm saying? It'll highlight for both of us these areas that are displeasing to God. And if we're actually walking with the Lord, if, we, if we've been made alive by the Holy Spirit, in other words, if he says, that one's mine, the Holy Spirit who lives within you is going to point at that and say, you need to deal with that. You need to let me smooth that out a little bit because that was not good. That was not spirit. It was not Christ-like. It was just all you. That was the old man. That was the old 
human imperfection rising up. And he brings it to the surface so that he can skim it away so that he can continue that transformation process whereby he makes you more like Jesus. It won't happen in a cave. As much as I wish it would, it won't. We need each other. But what he's talking about primarily here is coming into the presence of God. He's, he's talking, and, and listen, we're all different in the way we go about it. My wife, generally, she, she, she sits up, she puts a couple of pillows behind herself in, in the bed. She's got a cup of coffee. She's got like five different books, including her Bible and a notebook. I'm not sure what that's for. And her journal. And she sits there and reads and prays and writes and prays and writes and reads and for like two hours. It don't take me that long. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am not, I'm not as spiritual as my wife. It just, I don't know. It does not take me that long. But he wants us to feast at his table, and he wants it to be a priority. As a matter of fact, he, he makes it clear he wants it to be the priority of our lives, that we would engage with him, that we would connect with him, that we would spend time with him, that we wouldn't treat him like a machine or, or, or like a genie in a bottle, you know, that whatever we want, we only go to him when we need something which brings me to a question before we move on, and I, and I am going to move on. But for what purpose are the guests invited to gather together? I mean, is it for their benefit or, or is there a higher purpose to this thing in the parable? Did you notice that they're being invited to a wedding feast? Now, now what's the purpose? The purpose of a wedding feast is to celebrate in this situation the king's son, to give honor to, to the son of the king and to celebrate him and his bride and this wonderful thing, right? Am I right? We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Matthew. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. 
For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David, and thank you for joining us today to study Matthew. Join us next time for more right here on Main Thing Radio.